In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the owners grouping. on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Welcome to El Goscono's Ghost International. No, it isn't. It's live. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unbelievable, the unexplained, and all that other weird stuff. And with me, my co-host, psychic investigator for the New England Ghost Project, the queen of pain, Maureen Wood. She's not here. What the hell? You're kidding me. Oh, my God. What can I tell you? You know, she is blonde, so she probably forgot we were doing the show. But that's the way it happens. But in the other case, moving right along, we have our first uh, guest on the line, and I believe that is Josh. So why don't we put him right through? Hello, Josh? Hello, Ron. Hey, hey, what's up, my friend? Yeah, not much. Yeah? Fighting a cold or fighting the flu. (laughs) Yeah, I had that crap, too. How long are you stuck? Well, let's see. I'm on my fourth day now with a 102-degree fever. Are you serious? Oh, I've been pretty, pretty miserable and laid up the last, uh, the last four days. Actually, I went to the doctor's today. I got bronchitis. Oh, good work. Yep. But you're like in another part of the world down there in the Berkshires, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, we're looking at about a foot of snow right now, so. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, I feel really bad. I, I've been sick the last two days for, I, in fact, yesterday I never got out of bed, but uh, it wasn't the same thing you had, thank God. Whoa. Yeah, I've been laid up here for probably a good, you know, like I said, four days now. I'm hoping I can shake it by Saturday. <laughs> really? Uh, looks like there's uh, other people in the chat room, too, that uh, have also uh, had it, too. Uh, temperatures of 100 degrees and above. So I guess I'm lucky in a way. Anyways, the number here is 877-864-4869, 877-864-4869, or join us live in the Toji chat room. Hey, uh, Josh, I hear you have something come up this weekend. Um, yeah, I'm going to be um, speaking out in Taunton, Mass., um, the other side of the state for me, at the uh, Bay State Paranormal Center, and be giving my um, paranormal photography uh, lecture. Um, they're really asking that I, I center around orbs, and I really uh, kind of for those of you who've seen my presentation before, I've really um, beefed it up now and um, added a probably another good hour to it. Really? Yep. It's you know she's got they they booked me from seven to nine p.m. So I had to had to add an hour anyways. Now should I go down there and heckle you? If yeah, sure. 
<laughs> I could always use a good heckle. <laughs> Actually, uh, for those who don't know Josh, uh, I've known Josh for uh, quite a few years now, uh, five, four or five now. Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> Going on six. Yeah, uh, he is the, uh, the head of the Berkshire Paranormal. He's also a mason and is the caretaker of the famous Hooten Mansion, which has been in uh, the Ghost Adventures recently, but uh, it's, you know, it's quite renowned in a lot of books and everything else. Yeah, we've, um, we've really put out the, uh, the Houghton Mansion name in the, uh, out there in the world. I mean, it went from a local haunting now to uh, you know, a nationally known haunting. I get emails daily from all over the country, people who want to get in and investigate, and unfortunately most of them really can't, uh, can't get in. Really? Yeah, it's it's quite the the place. Uh, I've been here a couple of times, and it's it's just simply amazing. It's uh, you know it's a huge place. It's got a lot of uh, interesting thing, and plus the lodges in there as well. So I mean, there's a a lot of interesting uh, facts about the mansion. There's of course the legend that goes with it, which is really interesting. Yeah, and we've we've really you know even over the last year, I mean, we we thought we knew it all, and we're we're still learning more and more. You know, every every week, every year about, you know, the, the history and what happened. Really? Actually, even during the, um, we were researching for the TV show, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the producers from Travel Channel wanted to get uh, some of the old transcript articles, the local newspaper articles from, right. the, from the day of the accident, and I, we never realized it, but the, the other girl who died in the car accident was Mr. Houghton's niece. Oh, was his niece? It was his niece, and we never knew that. It was another family member that actually died in that accident. You know, you know, what's, really, you know what's really weird, weird, Josh, is that Marmion told me that, and I said, no, it wasn't. Her name was Hutton. It, yep. you know, it wasn't Hutton. And she told Hello. me, no, I think it's a film. Oh, my God, speak of the devil. She must have heard me whiplashing her. I have this awful connection. Can, is it sound all right on your end? Yeah. Oh, okay. You have Verizon? The Verizon, but we've got rainy weather, and they supposedly fixed my phone, but evidently not as good as it should be. Uh, anyways, uh, we were just talking about uh, Mrs. Hutton in the Hooten Mansion, who has now uh, been found to be a relative of Mr. Hooten, as you predicted in the past. Really? Yes. How'd you find that out? Uh, we were looking through the old um, archives of the local newspaper when we were uh, researching for the TV show. They, were, they wanted a lot of the old um, archive stuff to, to put in as um, B-roll shots. And just reading through the articles, you know, when I was taking pictures of them, I actually read, you know, Mr. Houghton's niece died at the scene. Mr. Houghton's daughter died on the way to the hospital. Wow. So it was actually, you know, we never knew that. And, you know, we've been there for so many years and never really found out that it was another family member that actually died in the accident. Interesting. Right, because you told me that before, and I said, no, it was Hutton, it wasn't Hooten. Yeah. Right, it is a, it's a close-sounding name, you know, H-U-T-T-O-N, opposed to the, the Houghton, H-O-U-G-H-T-O-N. But, yeah, yeah, I kept thinking it was related, but yeah, that's interesting. Well, sad for them, though. Imagine losing not only your daughter, but your you know niece. and. Yeah, so yeah, the, the story's always thickening. Huh. Oh, that's awful. Well, it's good to talk to you, Josh. How are you doing? Good. Um, well, I'm sick, but I'm hanging in there. Sick? That must be the going around. Oh, God, I hope it goes away. Oh, that's awful. Yes, in fact, uh, Josh is going to be uh, speaking uh, this week at the new Bay State Paranormal uh, Center in Braintree, I believe, isn't it? 
Uh, Taunton, I believe. Uh, it's in Taunton, right? Taunton, yeah. Yeah, Taunton, tomato, tomato, whatever. Well, very good. When are you going to be speaking there, Josh? Um, Saturday night at 7 o'clock. Ah, very cool. Be there. um, Make a a regular trip across the state. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Now, who are you going there with? Is it just going to be yourself? Uh, Yeah, probably. Um, I I don't know if anyone else from the group is going to travel with me, but I'll probably be the only one speaking. Oh, that that sounds cool. So very good. So um, now, what is the plan? I mean, do you know what you're going? Is it going to be about the Houghton Mansion? About what's taking place there? Your investigations as well? No, she um, supposedly uh, somebody she asked around and was told I was the expert on orbs for some reason. I, I actually put I actually put that recommendation in to you, um, yeah. Josh. I did that for you. So um, that's cool. So what the, um, you know. I'm going to be giving a paranormal photography lecture, um, basically what is and what isn't a ghost. Yeah. Um, you've seen my lecture before. Uh, you know, I just go out and I recreate a lot of the things people usually try to say are ghosts in their pictures mm-hmm. and explain to them why they aren't or how they can, you know, how these things can be faked and given to you. So right. hopefully I can open. She really wanted me to center around orbs. You know, every, there's so so much dispute about orbs out there. It's, yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, so I've really, over the last month, uh, getting uh, prepared for this, have, has re- have really done a lot um, of new stuff with uh, orbs, uh, creating my own. And you're going to have to see it. It's, it's, if people will come down and watch it, I, I highly recommend it because you'll, really, you'll see orbs completely different after uh, you see what I did with some of these fake pictures that I, I created with uh, just little round pieces of paper. Really? Really? Hey, stop copying me, Ron. <laughs> oh, you still here? Yes, I'm still here. I thought you were breaking up or something. Oh, be quiet. No such luck. Yeah. Um, oh, very good. Well, let me ask you this, though. I know that you're right. There is so much that goes on about orbs and about, um, you know, someone gets a picture and, you know, it could be misty outside or they could have dust particles that are going on. And right away they make an assumption that it's an, you know, it's an orb or it's got to be of paranormal nature. Um, right. <laughs> but yet, you know, there are ones that, like when Ron and I have spoken before, now Ron's not a big believer in orbs as well. However, I think it depends on what's going on at the time as well. Right. And if, you know? when I give the lecture, I've been, I've been trying to put this out there and see if, you know, if other groups can take it in. And a few have. Uh, I created like a paranormal picture classification system. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it covers that where... You know, if there's nothing else going on and there's just a, you know, a little round orb, chances are you're probably you know, just looking at dust. But when you have other documented things going on mm-hmm. you know, that you know, it might not say, okay, this is 100% proof because you, um, you can't rule out a, a natural cause. Correct. But it kinda, it's, it's something. It's not something you're going you're gonna to run and say, I have proof of the afterlife because of this, mm-hmm. but it, it helps you know, maybe at least help your investigation and help the um, your client or whoever you're doing the investigation for maybe, you know, help lead them to understanding things. Yeah, I mean, I would think more validity to it. I mean, if you, you know, you just look, and, and you know, I'm sure you know, having been doing the investigations and going out and doing that now, that, you know, you can get the greatest amount of information sometimes, and you'll gather it, and you'll know that at the same time you're getting, you know, fluctuations in temperature and, you know, you might have been getting, um, you know, uh, you got something on the film or something strange took place or noises, whatever. 
and no matter how much you do, sometimes you take that and you show it to someone who was not there, and they, you know, no matter what you have for validation, they can try to disprove it away. Right, and that's, you know, in, in the, my classification system, I, I, I just did three simple ones. I don't want to make it overcomplicated, and it's, you know, kind of just a copy off what the EVP world does is A, B, and C. You know, C is just simply not a ghost. B is something that can be construed as a ghost, but also can be, dis- you know, disproved away. And then mm-hmm. A is something I can't, you can't find a logical reason for it. Right. They're, they're few and far between. I, in my whole presentation, I only have a handful that I, maybe two or three at the most, I can't really uh, prove away. Right. Yeah, we actually, we actually had a comment from someone in the chat room that says, uh, there's, okay, there's a run of milliobs or milliobs or whatever the hell they are. Milliobs, they put what? But it should be milliwebs, yeah. Milliwebs, there are illuminated wobbly orbs, like what the hell is she talking about? Leslie, I have no clue what you're talking <laughs> What did she put? Okay, there are a run of the milliwebs, then there are illuminated blobby orbs, like the one in my Thanksgiving pick, or then on the Stanley that she got. Right. And, right. and in the presentation, um, I, I think I know what um, she's talking about. Uh, ones that kind of emanate their own light and they're blobby. There is a way to create those, but again, it a lot of it also boils down to you know how much do you trust the person who took the picture? You know, did, right? You know, do you think they're trying to fool you, or do you think something was actually happening? You know, you really have to boil down to one who do you put validity into the person who took the picture? You know, but you know, I also cover in a lot of um these new digital cameras have a lot of sensitive electronics in them that you don't have control over, and the, mm-hmm. the camera sets those settings based on what's the, what it reads around it and will change it. And a lot of times that can give you a lot of false evidence, especially the darkened room, uh, blobs of light and light streaks. Now, taking the devil advocate here, there, yes, I can understand what you're saying, that you know sometimes they're you know, very sensitive or extremely sensitive and picking up something that you know, you could be dust or light and so forth, but... It could also possibly be occasionally that when they are picking something up, maybe it is because it's being extra sensitive or hitting that range right. spectrum that you know normally might not have been done without that. Yes, because digital cameras do uh, actually pick up more of the light spectrum than our the human eye can see. Mm-hmm. They do see more of the infrared and ultraviolet range on either side, so they do have that capability of maybe picking up something we can't see. Right. And if there is some sort of energy or for spirit, you know, a lot of people say spirit might, you know, emanate infrared light. And if it's there, then you might, you know, that might be what you're picking up. But then again, it may not be a spirit at all, but just some natural phenomenal like subparticles or anything that we natural can never see or pick up that uh, mm-hmm. it's just picking it up. So it may have nothing to do with the spirit or whatsoever. Right. I mean, but then again, you know, it, it goes back to, you know, when I hear you say something, Josh, when you say... um you know, it's the validity, right? It's knowing who is the person who took the picture, right? Exactly. So for you, it's credibility, too. If you know that a certain individual who, you know, doesn't jump to conclusions, does not always make an assumption based on, hey, I took this picture, it has to be thus paranormal. Exactly. But then again, if you look at it, someone else you give this information to, they don't have that faith in that person. So then again, you know, you're, you're kind of, it's difficult to, to validate. Right. Yeah, but but basically though, if you're talking about if it's a natural current orb, no matter what I mean, you might believe, sir, uh, mm-hmm. it's just natural current. You've never 
don't know it's there. You know, uh, you know, for me, it's like when they used to be, uh, uh, you know, blocking out the sun, sunlight. People all mm-hmm. thought, oh, that was all thing, but it was just a natural occurrence. So this is, could be the same thing. It's, we really don't know. That's the whole thing. Right. Well, you don't until, but then again, what do you feel? What is going on at the time? Is there right. anything but going then, on or not? You know. Well, and that then, falls back a lot too into documentation. You know, re- people really needing to start document uh, mm-hmm. their surroundings in, in an investigation. What was the temperature? You know, was it at the point where your breath starts showing? You know, was right. it ninety degrees out? Was it raining? You know, people just these little things that you may not remember at the time, but you go and look at this picture a month later and say, "Oh, there's a mist in there," and then you. Was it cold out? I don't remember. Right. You know, being able to document just these little things here and there, you know, will also help prove that validity because you can show that picture with with the the mist in it, and someone will say, "Well, you took it when it was cold out." No, these are my notes from that right. night. It was eighty degrees. Oh, was somebody smoking? No, nobody smokes in our investigations at all. It's you know forbidden. Nobody smokes within a hundred hundred meters of the you know our cameras. Exactly. I mean, we've taken readings ourselves up in Mary's room. I mean, you know, the first time we had the conference at the mansion, mm. um, we had, what, Mary's room, dear God, because it was, you know, of course, you don't have the air conditioning, and um, and it was, what, like 80 degrees. And I think Ron had taken the temperature readings in Mary's chair at the time, and it was, what, Ron, like 60-something? or Right, right. So, I mean, something like that, you know, that's a little odd. We did pick up images when you took the cameras, but, you know, you look at it and go, okay, now why does that happen? What makes sense for that? I mean, that in what realm of possibility are you going to get a room that's of 80-some-odd degrees and then have a chair that, you know, a chair right. that doesn't have anything to it except for material and wood, and now it's at 60-some-odd yeah, degrees. and for those who even watched um, the, the episode of Ghost Adventures that the whole mansion was on, that same room had that same occurrence where they, mm-hmm. if you watched it and they had one of those... Uh, game cameras that take a picture and then also takes a temperature reading and they took picture, took picture, took picture mm-hmm. and it um it was a constant temperature reading but then they had an anomaly in the picture and the temperature dropped, I don't I want to say almost 10 degrees. Yeah, that exactly. was pretty cool. I, so, so what was camera was that? I was interested in that It's camera. like a game camera. Uh, hunters use them. They do? Yeah, it's, uh, they're motion, motion sensitive. Oh, what, those move. cameras? Yeah. Okay. You hang them on a, you hang you hang them on a tree, right? Yeah, you hang them on a tree out in the woods, and, you know, the, uh, what it does is it's supposed to take a picture when the deer are going by, you know, so then you know, you know, deer, but, it, you know, they also, they have the infrared night vision, which a lot of us ghost hunters use, and, you huh. know, stuff, and they also do the temperature reading at the same time. It's a, oh, I mean, didn't realize it did the temperature reading as well. Yeah. My husband has one that he puts outside. Well, some are, some do and some don't, I suppose. Okay. It depends on the model you get. Yeah, he's a cheap one. I doubt it has it. Okay, we are talking to Josh uh, Montello from the Berkshire Paranormal Group. Uh, he's giving a talk this Saturday at the uh, Bay State Paranormal Center in Taunton or Braintree or someplace down there. And uh, if anybody wants to call in, the number is 877-864-4869, 877-864-4869. If you have a question for Josh or, or related to the topic, and join us live in the Toji Tap Room. There you go. I don't want to give away my whole lecture, so I won't answer too many. Things. <laughs> I if I give say. it all away now, then nobody Josh, will want to go. You know, what? you know, I saw, I've seen your, your your lecture a couple times now. This is not the expanded one; this is the regular one. And I thought it, in and itself, was excellent. So I can only imagine it's only going to be better. All right, and this one here, 
actually sitting at my computer now, it's up to, I think, about 75 slides, where the old one was at about 40. Uh, and a lot of it is orbs. I, I created these orbs uh, in really trying to get people to understand that what they're looking at isn't really what they're looking at. It is a yeah, 75 slides. Wow. Better you than me. <laughs> well, a lot of it was already there. Well, hopefully you haven't backed up from your computer there. Sorry. I, oh, I keep it all backed up. I keep, you know, saved on the computer and one on a thumb drive. And Yeah, okay. very good. Well, speaking about that, I've got to add this. Uh, the... Um, this weekend, uh, our uh, our interview with David Wells uh, will be up on iTunes, and it's it's very interesting because during this we talked about astrology, which we will be talking about later in the second half of the show. But he mentioned that between I believe it was the tenth and the thirty first of the month, there would be a lot of uh, computer problems, right. electronic problems, and uh, my computer actually died. It died twice. And uh, in the not only that, but the entire email system, the White House was down. And there's like three or four other instances that I picked up through the thing that I, that I know about. Catch up briefly on the news today that they said there was a worm, or was a worm eating through the internet. To, you know, these past couple of days caused wreaking havoc. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was David. He put a worm to make his projections work right. No, he would never do that. I don't know. You know. All he did say was that to make sure that you were protected with your mechanicals and your mechanical devices, that you got your vehicle serviced, that you had your computers backed up properly. Hence, Ron had his drive there but forgot to, didn't have time, I should say, to back it up. But he finds time now, right, Ron? No, it died again. Oh, okay. It's <laughs> gone. But luckily it's backed up at the uh, computer shop from last month, so I'm Very good. Hey. But anyway. Be grateful for little things, right? All right, Josh, uh, anything else you want to add? No, um, that should be it, but I highly recommend everybody who is within the ability to go out there, go check it out. It should be very, very fun and definitely educational. You're going to learn a lot. Is there now, a cost in this? Or do you want uh, to boy, I don't know. I know there is a cost to it, but I know I don't have to pay. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I would hope not. Let <laughs> me I don't actually. I don't remember what what um what she's charging. And and do they? Uh, how would they reserve a spot? Tough questions. I know. Uh, <laughs> boy, um, I know Bay State Paranormal Center has a webpage. So I imagine if they just um Google Bay State Paranormal Center, they should get it there. Yeah, they have a page on MySpace, so I you can certainly reach them there. Uh, Lizzie does that, uh, Elizabeth, and uh, I, I wish you the best of luck there. All right, thank you very much. That's very good. Good luck, and I'm sure it'll be a great uh, great talk. All right, thank you. Yeah, thanks, Josh. Have thanks, a good night. Thanks, Josh. Yep, I hope a, you feel better. Yeah, me too. Yeah, wanna... get well. You don't want to be going there sick. All right, definitely. All right, bye now. Bye-bye. Now, uh, that was pretty cool, huh? No, that was really cool. I, I would be interested, if it wasn't being running around doing stuff Saturday, to actually go and, and watch it, too. Right. Now, um... We have, uh, as you know, I've launched uh, Ghost Chronicles uh, International on Tuesday nights now mm -hmm. uh, with uh, Richard Felix. Yes, yeah, yeah. A couple yeah. of, couple of uh, difficulties, uh, but we're working them out as far as the uh, connections and stuff. But uh, I've been just informed that uh, we will be running a 
month-long uh, Most Haunted reunion. And what it will be, all ex-members of Most Haunted will be on uh, each week. Ooh, that so sounds cool. I'm really looking forward to that. That's going to be exciting. That'll be coming up, and uh, keep an eye on the website, and uh, we will definitely uh, mention it uh, when the... When, but we want to make sure we have these technical uh, problems worked out before we do that. So that, that's kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope, that and, sounds like it'd be fun. Yeah. And as you also know, that Richard Felix will be coming over here this August to do some events with us. With that's the, right. The New England Ghost Project and uh, Maureen and myself. So it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's going to be really good. And actually, for those who are interested, um, I looked up the Bay State Paranormal Center. Uh-huh. Uh, the, there's a phone number they can call. Oh, good. Very and good. it's 508-880-8696. Basically, they say Bay State Paranormal Center and Orbs on Saturday night. That's all they say. Hmm. I don't see anything that tells you about signing. Oh, wait a minute. Let's look at more. So while you're talking, Ron, I'm just going to quickly see. Josh Wontel, tickets are $10. Tickets are $10. They can sign up by calling up, or they can go online, and they're on the blog.myspace.com. Ten bucks? Huh? Ten bucks? That's Cheap. a deal. You can't go to McDonald's for ten bucks. I know. Ten dollars. It says 7 to 9 p.m. on Saturday, January 31st. Uh, That's Josh five bucks Wontel. an hour. Me? That's five bucks an hour. I know it. Damn. Yeah. Yep, it sounds like uh, it's going to be really cool, but yeah. And there's some pictures here of Berkshire Paranormals. The lecture is going to be great. So, yes, anybody wants to, to sign up, they should do that. Yeah. So. And, uh, yeah, so I'm really excited about that anyways. But uh, that'll be uh, uh, Saturday uh, from 7 to 9 at the Berkshire Paranormal. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we also have some uh, classes coming up as well uh, at the Circles of Windows. Wi- yeah, Windham. Wisdom? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Which will be pretty good. Yep, um, I think that was good. that would be great. We have one on demonology. Oops. Sorry about that. What was that? My phone. Sabrina was calling me. Um, I just hung up on her. <laughs> great mother I am. Huh? Good girl. Good girl, yeah. See that? My listeners, listen, what am I doing? I'm hanging up on my poor daughter. Hey, that happens, you know. I know. But any- Anyways, um, the book is going well, which expects to be out in uh, September. Yeah. Uh, it, it's so weird because every time we write this, it, it's just crazy. It just, um, you know, you, get, you start getting goosebumps. I mean, these are all things I never felt when it happened, but when we read it, it's just like, oh, my God, did that really happen? This- well, I guess, you know, that's a sign that um, we're writing it pretty well because if not, we're, we're scaring ourselves. Is that what it is? I think so. We're bringing ourselves back into that. So anytime when you're writing or reading, if you can get drawn into the story to that point, then I think it's going to come across to the readers. So I really hope so. I mean, I just think it's weird that, you know, that, you know, when we go through it, uh, nothing's, you know, you know, I don't, you know, I just react. Uh, but when you go through it, it's, it's really scary. It's like, oh, my God. Right. Yeah, there's a couple of them that really, uh, yeah, you know, struck a nerve, let's say. Yeah. A couple, more than a couple. But anyways, I also found out that I was an indigo child. Really? Yep. How'd you find that out? That I was an indigo child. Elizabeth? 
No. Oh, there's the break. We'll just have to wait on that one. All right. But anyways, after the break, we will have uh, Dorothy uh, Morgan, uh, who uh, is an astrologer, and she's going to have the predictions for the week and all that cool stuff. So cool. when we come back, uh, we'll have Dorothy. All right. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Sending a heartfelt message is one of the best ways to touch someone, to touch the heart. But it's easy to forget birthdays, anniversaries, and other special occasions. Imagine how many lives you would touch if it was easy to send those heartfelt messages. Send Out Cards provides a way for you to send a personalized greeting card to a friend, loved one, or business associate in less than 60 seconds from the convenience of your computer. You can even add a gift or gift card. Send Out Cards is about helping people reach out to those around them. It's amazing what a simple message can do. Send Out Cards helps you act on your promptings to reach out and change lives. Show host Michelle Bateman has learned through personal experience what it means to be an eagle by always working to be your best self. Please join our conversation on Send Out Cards Radio with Michelle Bateman to learn what it means to be an eagle on toginet.com. Radio with a cutting edge. It's the chance for you to hear firsthand from authors on why they write their books in their own words. It's called iUniverse Radio, hosted by Steve Jorgensen every Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 Central on TogiNet Radio. iUniverse Radio is brought to you by iUniverse, the leading book marketing, editorial services, and supported self-publishing company. iUniverse Radio, every Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 Central on TogiNet Radio. Radio with a cutting edge. That would be a cue. Okay, we're back since he ain't there. I said we're back. It didn't go through. No, it didn't go through, my dear. I said we're back three times. I'm sorry. I had you on mute because I called my daughter. Sorry about that. You had me on mute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, am I nothing but honest, you know? You know, mute, mute our guests, why don't you? Anyway. <laughs> sorry about that, Dorothy. Uh, well, she's not online yet. I didn't bring I'm her sure on I'm sure she's yet. listening, though. <laughs> How do you know? Because I know. There's only three people who listen to the show. Really? I'd say there's more than that. My mother and your mother. Yeah, no, my mother's not listening, so that would make two. Okay. So anyways, uh, you'll listen to Ghost Chronicles live on TojiNet. I am Ron Kolick, and she is the great Maureen Wood. Hi, Vey. And uh, on our line next is Dorothy Morgan. Hello, Dorothy. Hello, how are you? Good. How Hello, Dorothy. Hi, Maureen. I hear you're feeling better than Ron. <laughs> I yes. Good. Yes. Yeah. I had my bout with that about a month ago, so I'm all set for the winter. Don't Did you, you really? guys get flu shots? No, you, no I'm not going there. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. What are you thinking? Gov- Wait a minute. Flu shots are a government conspiracy to put cigarette transponders in all our bodies. So yeah, they big deal. If they want to find me, they can find me. Good luck to them. That's true. They, they don't want to be following me to the places I go in these haunted places. So. <laughs> Good luck to them. They're, like per- they're perfectly interested in you. Yeah. You a secret weapon you could be, become. I, I doubt that, Ron. Or an asset. How about an asset instead? How's there that? you go. That sounds good, Dorothy. Then they'd have to pay you. <laughs> no kidding. I'm, I'm sorry. That broke up. What, 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 what ass? <laughs> ass? Hey, I'm stop sorry. that. <laughs> evil, evil. <sighs> That's not nice. 
Yeah, All right. whatever. So anyway, tell us what's going on, Dorothy. All right. Yeah, what's happening with the women? Did you hear about what I what I said about uh, um, David? David? You can't even and, remember. Yeah. yeah, whatever. I mean, that was then. This is now. You know? <laughs> yes, I was <laughs> listening. <laughs> I was listening, and I made some notes. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, that's good. I like to be prepared. Okay. But, yeah, it is. What he's talking about is Mercury's retrograde. It does that that's three right. to four times a year. And mm-hmm. right now, it, it, it'll it be finished in just a couple more days. So Thank God. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. It tends to bother other people more than, than some people more than others. But since Probably it's Pisces. You are, but this energy this time um, with the Aquarius eclipse that we just had, it really just um, makes a lot of electronics go haywire. And it's working with another planet that's retrograde as well. So it's not surprised it affects the government. When, when all of their email went down. So it's, uh, it's, it's pretty typical. Usually um, there's a higher case of um, computer viruses during Mercury retrogrades. Yeah. They just, it just, you know, I don't think these guys will pay attention to astrology, the people who are writing them, but uh, it just happens to work out that way. Mm. How about regular viruses? Maybe that's what I got because uh, Mercury was in retro or something. That could be. Does that happen four times every year? Probably. <laughs> hey, does anybody watch that show Fringe on TV? No, you know, some of us have things to do other than watch TV. I very rarely watch TV, but this one just is on <laughs> cutting edge. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, it, it's a virus. That, it made me think of you, Ron, because a virus that came to the computer and went out and attacked people and turned their brains to liquid. I just kind of thought of you with that one. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> That's out your nose, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if my brain was like liquid, liquid would be mercury. Yeah. <laughs> there you then go. I'd be retrograde and I'd be all set. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, boy. You guys are a hoot. So what else is going on, Dorothy? <laughs> well, we had this eclipse on Monday morning, and so it's a pretty big eclipse. It's a solar eclipse. And so that's when this, and a solar eclipse is also a new moon. And so what all of the energy around that is doing, it tends to, um, it shakes things up. Eclipses happen. Um, if there's one, then there's always one two weeks later with the full moon. So we have them in pairs. And most years, there are four. Some years, we end up with, with six. And, you know, eclipses are just wild cards. They shake everything up, move everything to a different level, um, to a higher phase really rapidly. So usually within three days of an eclipse, either side, um, of an eclipse, and it was Monday, usually you'll get some big news or some big activity, but it, depending on where it falls in your own personal chart will tell you what the subject matter is. Most people can tell. You know, like um, Josh, when he was on, it's a pretty good chance that happened in the house that rules health. So mm-hmm. it shook him up and got him sick, and he should be resting if he's listening. <laughs> Could that be Ron, too? Yes. I don't have Ron's chart. He hasn't gotten that information to me yet, but it could very well be that. And no, so when the funny, the funny part about it is they've gone back to my records and they can't find my birth. Really? That explains a lot. So you are a ghost, not yeah. just a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> and so it really shakes a lot of things up. And a lot of people have been, you know, contacting me for readings because right now if you, if you know where this eclipse is, it tells you if something's giving you trouble, you, you already know what that is, but, you know, you can get also get good information on how to use this energy to the best of your ability. And so between now and the next one on February 9th, with the moon waning, I mean waxing, it's really good and very important for you to be 
building things up and really promoting yourself or just or taking care of yourself again whatever the situation is so it's a very positive experience but as we started off with that mercury retrograde it has made things um a bit difficult and a bit shaky and a lot of miscommunications going on so we've got just a couple more days of that happening and then it will slowly phase away that messed up communication information huh. good thing cuz i'm running out of computers yeah, I bet. <laughs> well, if you just keep your hands off the plugs and stop pulling the wrong ones, you'd be good. <laughs> so I would just let everybody know that it's just really important to pay attention to whatever seems to be the biggest thing going on in their life right now. Because these events are, you know, it's definitely a turbocharged new moon. So it's not like a new moon that we have every month. This one is definitely turbocharged. Mm. And if your birthday is right around this week last week or this week, then you're in for massive changes. Really? Yes. Big changes. Monumental. And any other adjective you can add to that list. <laughs> really? Yes. See, my sister-in-law's birthday is uh, yesterday. Yesterday. Well, she's was... in for a big... She's in for some, some very big changes, yes. If she has something looming on the, the horizon that she needs to do or wants to change or something's not working or she's working, you know, towards promoting a business. You know, there's a lot of changes going on. And a lot of things will leave our life so we can have room for new stuff. Oh, my God. Her yeah. Just died. Does that sound okay for her? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That's interesting in itself. It is. It's, it's good information. I mean, it's just good to know. And, again, we'll have that on... Um, February 9th, so anytime around January 26th and February 9th. So we have everybody who has birthdays in that time period. It will be the biggest years for, the, for people who have birthdays, but it still will affect all of us in some pretty big way. Something ends so something else can begin, which is pretty so good. When you do these, these charts, like you're talking about different things now, so is it just for per, people that are born during that time or... It does it affect everyone or I mean, Well, yes, both. You are correct. If if it's your birthday time, this is huge monumental changes. And if depending on I'm I'm not an Aquarius, I'm a Gemini. So for me right. it happens in my tenth house. So I that area of the chart is all about your public image, how people see you or people even noticing you, uh, and your career. And so I have a lot of career choices that are happening right now. Well, one thing I'm here on talking to you guys and that's big and new for me. So um, so for me, it's all about those types of changes, my career and how people see me in the public and me getting out there more. You know, for somebody else, it could be, you know, like Josh, it could be, it could be his health, which affects his daily routine. You know, so it's, there's 12 different houses, and so it's a little, bit more, a little bit of different information for everybody. But those folks with the birthdays at, in this time period have definitely got some big changes coming. So it's great. It's exciting news. I think most of us are pretty bored and pretty sick of, you know, the way things feel right now. So good change is the only way we can go. <laughs> yes, that, exactly. You know, and I mean, and that, that goes for our government too. So, you know, a lot of good changes. Well, yeah, I guess. Okay, a lot of changes <laughs> from the from the old ways. I don't think it's ever going to change much, but... <laughs> right. Well, you know, some changes are not always at the time. You know, no one says that they're good, 
but you have no choice but to make a change in your life, right? So you always want to look to try to improve and, and try to, you know, maybe not hide when these changes are happening. Exactly. You have to face them. Right. If you, if you don't, the next time a planet comes around and hits this point that's been activated in your chart that, that you're feeling, you know, discomfort in, it's going to be worse. It's important. It's, it's, you know, you can only stick your head in the sand for so long. And eventually somebody's going to kick you in the rear end. <laughs> exactly. <Whoa>. All over. <laughs> Been there, done that. I like your style, Dorothy. <laughs> but anyway, Dorothy said if anybody knows the time and place they were born, the time and place they were born? Yeah, birth, uh, day, time, and place. Most people don't know what time they were born. Day, so. time, and place. If you know that, then she'll give you a reading, a short one over the year, if you want to call on at 877-864-4869, 877-864-4869. So that's about that. So anyway, so all this stuff is going on. I mean, how far have you looked into the future of this? This is like this week and next week. You do this every week now? Or? I do. I do it. Well, I, I do my own report on my website, naturalrightscharms.com. So I do a weekly report there. And so anybody can go there anytime and, and just read on the forecast page, and there's something posted every Friday. But I do have a little thing um, for this month. And basically what's going to go on for this whole month really is the focus of these eclipses. It's all about Aquarius energy because that's where these eclipses are happening, Aquarius. And then next, um, in February, the moon will be in Leo. So it's how are we overall going to, on all of us on a personal level, how are we going to use our creativity to um, work through it's more, more social issues than anything. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you're not in, involved in social-type groups, it's still, how are we going to serve humanity? What are we going to do? To, well, actually, well, now that I think of it, it's pretty much like that call to, to service that uh, the new president put out. I mean, I think that's something that everybody should do all the time. We yeah, shouldn't JFK, have to have... JFK came up with that. Remember that? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. And, and that's something that is part of, you know, everyday life for, for me. But it's, it's, it's good. Okay, if somebody's brought the awareness back to that point, that's what this eclipse is about, is for people to really um, grow and expand in what they need to do in, in their own creative way, whatever their specialty is, and, you know, pull that out into, you know, volunteering and just helping others around you. It's, it's nothing new, but it, a new awareness has come to it once again, somebody that a lot of people are really bowing down to. <laughs> so it's important. It's important that somebody that... that Now, you mentioned something about the month. This was the thing for the month. Now, does astrology uh, coincide with the calendar months, or is it another time period? It is another time period. Okay. It coincides with where the – actually, it it doesn't quite fit anymore. We're off by about a degree. But where uh, astronomy has placed – has these zodiac signs placed. And so generally speaking – this is very general because it's a little bit different every month – but generally speaking, the signs change right around the 20th, right on, from the 19th to the 23rd of every month, they change into a different sign. Oh, okay. All right, so, you know. So is that the cusp? It, it, it is. Very good. <laughs> and, oh, you know what? I hate to break up, break up that, you know, I shouldn't, oh, shouldn't have mentioned that on the air. We actually have someone call in, and I guess they're going to want some type of astronomical question. Okay. So, so why don't we bring her on? Oh, good. Yes, go ahead, young lady. Hi, Ron. Hi, Maureen. Hi. Hi, Nona. Well, I know you as a Nona. <laughs> Hi. 
Hi. Who is this? Laura. Oh, hi, Laura. Hi. Well, I can tell she's not psychic. I know Hey, that. Laura. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hi, oh, Laura, I know you from Circles, right? Yes, absolutely. Excellent. And from the New England Ghost Project. That's yep, right. I too. saw a picture on there today. <laughs> Laura, when's your birthday? Um, June 26, 1969. You're that old? Oh, my God. I know. I'm ancient. Oh, please. <laughs> Laura, what time were you born? <laughs> 3.51 a.m. In the morning? Yes, in the morning. That was nice of you. Let your mother get some sleep, why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I was born at 3.20 a.m., I get it. Laura, what town were you born in? Where were you born? Malden, Massachusetts. Malden? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Okay. Yes, really. Okay. Typing know. it in now. Hold on a second. <laughs> Well, this is interesting. By the way, Laura, Laura just uh, went with an investigation uh, while you're doing that, Dorothy, uh, 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 with us, and she had a spirit go through her, which was kind of interesting. Oh, I've had that. I think I'm spelling Malden wrong. Spell it for me, please. M-A-L-D-E-N. D-E-N. I was throwing an extra letter in there. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I'm a phonetic speller. It's great. <laughs> hey, I'm an indigo child. Don't oh, that. dear God. <laughs> I heard that. You heard I, I thought you were an alien child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I seen a rumor on the, on the chat that someone said you were hatched. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right, Lori. Lori, you want me to look at the solar eclipse? Do you think that would be what you'd like to see? Sure, that's fine. Okay, what I see is um, the eclipse actually happened in your ninth house, and that is about learning, higher education and learning. Mm-hmm. Are you um, interested in doing going back to school, or are you learning something different? I am going to be taking a class soon, a, a workshop, but it's not like a like actually a school or anything. Okay, mm-hmm. so if it's not, well, it's higher education, so... Mm-hmm. We can look at that. And one of the other things that's in that area, too, is, is also about um, it's law, it's publishing, it's, le- it's legal issues, it's publishing. Mm-hmm. So if you have anything that you want to get up and out and published, that's really, um, it's a really good time for you to do that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of um, philosophy and also travel in, foreign, in foreign people. So nice. I know there's a lot, a lot in the ninth house. What's going on for you in any of those things? Uh, nothing that I know of at the moment. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. What, what? She's so full of baloney. First of all, you mentioned higher education. She said she was taking workshops. Yeah. She mentioned travel, and I know we may be doing some traveling. Okay, Possibly. she mentioned publishing, and if our book gets published, more than likely some of her pictures are going to be published. So oh. it's all right on the button. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Laura, you're getting published. <laughs> It'll be huge. Cool. <laughs> It'll be huge because you have that eclipse there. It's just going to make. It's just going to expand. Um, it can it can go into more than just one book. Oh. With because Jupiter is involved in this, and that's where Jupiter's natural home is. So what it does, this eclipse has been highlighted with Jupiter as well. So everything is going to be expand um, beyond what you could imagine right now. So over the next three months. Um, you, all of you, then <laughs> be really active because this is happening to, to Laura. And if it's you have the photos and you're doing the writing, then this could be really big for all of you. Hey, awesome! Just happy past the glitches of this Mercury retrograde because as mm-hmm. soon as it goes into Mercury moves forward into your ninth house, that'll be by the next eclipse. So within two weeks, you're going to have every planet that you need in that area of your chart to really get that publishing going. And then if you, how soon are you guys planning on getting that out? 
published. It's going to be actually published in September. In September. Yeah, but it'll be completed uh, prior to that. Okay, in a couple weeks. Yeah. Cool. I would think you would have that done in a couple oh, they of weeks. They could be talking about the calendar, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that should oh, never my. see the light of day. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I don't want to go blind. Uh. <laughs> right. I am dumbfounded. All right. Lori, do yeah. you want to ask me something that I can look at for you? Instead of me just jumping around, since we only have a couple minutes. Yeah. Uh, I put me on the spot. I can't think of anything at the moment. What's uh, that? I can't think of anything at the, at the moment. Um, I was I was going to ask about career or work or whatever, but that sounds like you hit upon that. Okay. Well, the work thing will shift and change for mm-hmm. you. Let me dig out my ephemeris. Can you check out the travel thing for me? And, <laughs> but I want to know what time you were born, so... Get one of your psychic friends. No, to... I mean for Laura, because Laura's oh. going with me. This is all going to happen. Cool. I mean, this is this is a lot of traveling. With this, Jupiter's going to be in that area of um, Laura's chart mm-hmm. um, all the way through April. Mm. And then once it's done that time period in April, it activates that area. So even if you don't get out and actually do any traveling between now and April the thing that you can pay attention to is the opportunities that come to you so you can make the plan. Uh-huh. And it can happen later. And um, once April hits, that Jupiter will go into your career sector, and that will be incredibly beneficial. It will be more money in whatever it is you want to do and, and earn a lot more money. And then um, you're married, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's really beneficial for that as well. So. You guys can do a lot of things together, so this should be this should be really good for you. So whether you're looking for something different or looking, for, you know, for something yeah. else, mm-hmm. this you know now is the time for you to continue, you know finish up your you know whatever ever you need as far as education, you okay. know, to finalize a lot of that stuff. So in April, when Jupiter goes into your tenth house, you're going to have a lot more, um, a lot you'll have a, a lot more backing and a lot more information to make the energy of the Jupiter in the 10th house for the, for the rest of the year to really encourage your career and really set you up well for the next 12 years. Because Jupiter takes 12 years to go all the way around. So really? Nice. It wow, does. So nice. You, you're, at a really inc- you're at an incredible time. Yay. You're at a <laughs> very good. So do you see any more children in your life? Oh, God, no. <laughs> no, actually, because Saturn is in, the, is in her fifth house right now, so mm-hmm. that actually would be not yet, not now, uh, if, you, if you even want any more. <laughs> I've, I get all I can handle at the moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's not this year, not this year, because when Saturn is going through the area of our chart that rules children, which it is your fifth house, and it's just been in there, it's going to, yeah, you're not going to want to at this point in time because mm-hmm. you already feel, well, like you just said, you have enough to do already. Right. You don't mm-hmm. need any more. It's not a burden, but it's, right. it's work, right. you know. Exactly. Yes. So, yeah, you don't really want to really go there. It's something that deserves a full commitment, and I don't have right. that right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot the, of work. She has the indigo child to take care of. Oh, dear God. We're not talking about you again, Ron, now. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen The Ringer? The Ringer? No. What's that? <laughs> you guys don't know about It's just a funny movie. Oh, yeah. See, look at it. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder we can never get anything done. It's, it's so 
nothing to do with the Special Olympics. That's all I'm going to say. She's glued to the tube. That's why we never get anything done. Oh, are you kidding me? She is married to the TV. Yeah, sure I am. You know how many hours, honest to God, guys, um, last night I was having a talk with my husband. We tried to figure out how many hours that Ron and I have been working on the book. And we're like, oh, my God. It's been like a thousand or more hours, if not more. Wow. Wow. That's a lot of work. That's quite a commitment. Yeah, and that's only, I think, only me, not to mention Ron, so you have double that. Oh, my God, Maureen, how do you get a Pisces to stick to it? It's not easy. It's because I'm an indigo child. Oh, God. Bring her. (laughs) Well, Laura, I'm also looking at another aspect that's in your chart right now, too, and it's it's, uh, Saturn making a trine to Venus, and this is really good for feeling secure and confident in everything that you're doing, and mostly your relationships. Do you feel that? Um, yeah. Yeah? So. Sure. Well, yeah, uh oh. Sure. I like I need to convince you of that. No, 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 no. It's good. It's good. It's all good. Oh, good. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of good energy going to your planet, Venus, and um, Mars is making nice aspects, and Mercury and Saturn. So these are all really good energies um, that you guys can just continue to move. And this is in. Um, relationships, but also partnerships, like what you have with, you know, all three of you and, and everybody else that you work with. Those are all individual partnerships, mm-hmm. you know, when you're doing your one-to-one things. And so it works really well. And if something isn't working, it just easily drops off. You know, uh-huh. if, not, if you're not working well with somebody, it just easily goes away without you yep. having to make much effort at all. Absolutely. Yep. You have that really good energy flow right now in, in regards to all of that. So you have a lot of really good aspects going on right now. So if anything is giving you any trouble, um, there's one or two little things, but we can talk about that when I see you at the store. <laughs> <laughs> We've already gotten really personal already. <laughs> but we can talk about that later. But they're not, it's, it's, it's nothing bad. It's just about, you know, letting go of some things. Uh-huh. Yeah, pretty simple. I'm sure you, if you even have a clue, you 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 know what I'm talking. About. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so it's yeah. The end of gold, child. Yeah. Yep. There he goes. Where's he going? Go. Go I'm go. letting go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, anyways, thank you, Laura, for calling in. Thank you, Laura. Yeah, thank thanks, you. Laura. Good to talk to you, Laura. Hey, you well, too. That was pretty cool, though, wasn't it? Very cool. I hope yeah. so. <laughs> Thank you, Nona. I appreciate it. Thank you. See you soon. We'll send you the bill. No problem. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> oh my God. We had, well, whatever. Okay. So that kind of uh, killed our hour there, but that was pretty neat. We, we do you have anything else you want to add before we run out of time on this, this thing? Uh, no, I don't think so. I just think everybody, you know, if you're having a hard time, think positive. And I know Pollyanna here. <laughs> <laughs> think positive and be really inventive. Really, really think outside what your normal routine is. And this is going to get us all through what we need to get through individually and really be open for a lot of incredibly wonderful, good changes. Oh, that's excellent. And that's this, excellent, right. And yeah. We're planning on doing this uh, once, once a month, uh, Dorothy? Yes. I think we said the last Wednesday of every month. The last Wednesday of every month, and you'll come in with all the cool, except for the March 12th, you'll be on the air then. What's so, March? My March. birthday. <laughs> oh, they. Um, Is it a Wednesday even? I don't no. know. Actually, Dorothy, next time you, when, we, when you call in, I have my birthday and information, so. Excellent. I would think it would be kind of cool to see if we're going somewhere with the book and stuff. You know what I'm saying, Ron? Yeah, no, I, would, I don't. 
That would be nice. Yeah, Maureen, you can just email it to me ahead of time if you want. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. We want to do it on the air for, so we can put... You've got to give Dorothy a chance to, to look it up and don't just throw the pressure on her. Oh, I know. It's like study. It's, I mean, I've done a couple yeah. of readings today, and I usually, before I do an hour reading for somebody, I study their charts for like two to three hours ahead of time. Do you really? Yes, I do. Oh, you did good today. I was impressed. Thank you. You know, and I don't impress easy, let me tell you. Well, thank you. <laughs> well, yes. I've been doing this for over 20 years, so, I mean, I can still talk to somebody oh, off the God, top, I thought you were but... only 21. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so nice. <laughs> Must be the Piscean in me. Must be that you just met him. <laughs> <laughs> just oh. kidding, Ron, really. Oh, yeah. you guys are good. <laughs> All right, Dorothy, we want to thank you so much for coming on. We've just about run out of time. Why don't you give your website and where people can reach you if they want to get a reading over the phone? You can get them over the phone, I hear, too, right? Yes, I do. I do a lot of them over the phone, especially with this crappy weather. Um, my website is naturalrightscharms.com. Mm-hmm. All right, and um, I actually have an Eclipse special running right now through February 12th, so if you want a one-page report of where this is happening, you can email me at Morgan. Um, at comcast.net and we can arrange for something like that and um, I'm at Circles of Wisdom some most Wednesdays but this month I haven't been there only about once because the weather's been so bad Oh, wow. um, I live 70 miles away from Andover so I'm up in New Hampshire it's a little bit of a trek So, um, but you can call the store and ask them too at Circles of Wisdom okay thank right. you uh, Dorothy and, thank uh, you Ron thank you Maureen and- we Yo, no, thank you, Dorothy. We'll see you next month. Thank you. Yeah, bye now. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that was cool, huh? Yeah, I think it was awesome, and that was a great job. She did. She hit on a lot of good things, I think, for Laura, and so that's good news for Laura especially, and for us too. Yeah, you're just sucking up off of Laura. We will. I will. <laughs> <laughs> like a leech. <laughs> if we can pick up any good energy, right? That's right. Laura, we need you to hang around more often, Get you know... <laughs> You know, pulling that good energy. I determined that that Laura is actually a uh, sponge. She's a sponge. Yeah, she actually sponges in the good good stuff in the universe. And, oh, yeah. that's if good. You, if you get a give her a good squeeze, it'll, it'll pass on. <laughs> Don't tell her husband that. <laughs> Why? <I> just <laughs> if you give her a good squeeze. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You know, I, I certainly mean that in the most... I know, way. Ron. I'm just reminding you what it sounds like. But anyway... Uh, my wife just said something to me from the other room. See? <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, we've run out of time, believe it or not. Oh, no, not again. Yeah. So anyways, we have... Uh, once again, I, want, I do want to mention we do have uh, some neat classes coming up at Circles of Wisdom. We have a ghost hunt. We have uh, the Voices of the Dead, which will be cool. The all different methods of communicating with the dead. Uh, we also have demonology, and what, one of my favorite classes, which you and I will be doing, will be called Science. That's right. Uh, we are getting lots of, um, you know, signs from the other side, and we don't recognize them, uh, don't chose to recognize them. But anyway, it's going to be a great show. I'm re- I mean, a great class, and I really look forward to that one. So it looks like we've been out of time, young lady. That's right. So it's time to say good night. Yep, and I'll see you tomorrow, right? Yep. Good night and God bless. Good night and God bless.
ghoulies to ghosties, long leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.